wasn't there and I kind of went into like shock mode I didn't really <laughs> I didn't at first I didn't know what to, like how to move I, I I was just confused and trying to just acknowledge and deal with the feelings that were coming up surrounding that and it forced me on the couch it forced me on the couch and it made me realize that hmm, I think that I find a lot of joy in things, not a lot of things, but in things external of me and people external of me and not enough joy within myself that that could sustain me, you know, that can be the through line through anything and everything. And I hated that I came to that, you know what I'm saying, realization. Because it was like, hey, why do you place your happiness on, or some of your happiness on others, other people, other things, as opposed to being committed to strengthening the foundation of my internal life so I don't get to a point where I'm like thrown off, you know what I'm saying, or just taken aback from that particular situation, you know, so... I was just thinking, I was just kind of, it it was like a domino effect. You know, I have a wall in my living room that I made a chalkboard wall and I use it often to write my thoughts and and whatever else, because I need to sit on the couch and look at the wall and see shit. I'm very visual. I need to see the things in front of me in black and white, or in this case, whatever chalk was available at the time. And... I found myself kind of going, just just being depressed, you know, just really sitting down, analyzing, and taking stock of my life up until this point. You know, the question that kept, that kept coming up was, where did I fuck up exactly in my life, you know? I'm about to be 42 years old in about a month or so. You know, I'm working a job that I hate. Then it made me realize I've always worked jobs that I've hated. I've never worked a job that I've actually loved in my entire fucking life. You know, it it made me wonder, like, it made me feel like, yeah, I'm not really sure what it is. I'm supposed to be doing what it is I'm here for. You know, I'm not 150% sure. Of course I love film. Of course that's that's my life. But, you know, there's a small part of me that wonders, is that the thing that I'm supposed to be doing? Is that the purpose of Katie Mac being on this planet? You know what I'm saying? I just... I'm thinking I don't have any kids. I don't have a significant other. You know, some of these things could be, you know, not necessarily negative things. But I'm just looking at it like, what the, what am I here for? Like, why are my two feet planted on this earth right now? You know, I'm very 
concerned that, you know, I might miss the window of having a kid. You know what I'm saying? If I'm going to be 42, I gave myself to 44. Like, it keeps inching up, but <laughs> I stopped at 44. You know what I'm saying? So that's like two years. That's not really a lot of time. You know what I'm saying? I got to get to know somebody. got to figure out if I want to deal with them for the rest of my life. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot of pressure, actually. <laughs> I think I put the pressure on myself because, I mean, what if I don't? Then what? How is that going to affect me? How am I going to feel about that? And that and these are questions that I'm still asking myself on a day-to-day basis. You know what I mean? But I still think, I still go back to the question, where did I fuck up? At what point did it did I normalize working jobs that I hate, being around people that I dislike just to be able to pay bills? Like, to be my age and be like, yo, I've only worked to pay fucking rent and bills for the past, what, 20 years of my life? Like, I feel like I wasn't really living. You know what I'm saying? I feel like there's a part of my life that that hasn't even happened yet. I feel like it's the part where I really get to live. And if that's the case, I'm going to need whatever is supposed to be happening in my life to kind of hurry the fuck up. You know what I mean? People always say, ah, yeah, you don't, you know, look a day over 30 or whatever. Cool, I hear you. Thank you so much. But I don't know about anybody else, but as a woman who's getting older, there's a whole bunch of other shit that you got to start thinking about. You know, my body's changing and I, I feel like I'm thankful I was always an athlete. But it still kind of feels like I got to work that much harder to keep my body where I want it to be. And you know what? I don't like working out at all. I do it because I have to. And a lot of the time, I really got to talk myself into doing it. It's like, so you want to eat that, uh, you want them sweets, you have to do this at work. You want them carbs, you're going to have to run 10 miles. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like I'm making deals with myself all the time to be able to maintain myself. You know? But that's the physical. The the mental is just... I I feel like the first three months of quarantine was that March, April, May. It was kind of like, ugh, what the fuck? But six months later, now that we're in July, I feel like now is the time that my mental is starting to, like, fray at the edges. You know, trying to get accustomed to this new normal. Trying to manage my feelings about my loved ones being out. Not wearing masks and shit. I'm judging y'all motherfuckers. Like, y'all not taking this as serious as you should. You know what I mean? I'm a little terrified, to be perfectly honest. I did some track work last weekend, and there were so many people at the track. Like, I had to, like, really breathe 
breathe through anxiety. You got to be mindful to keep your distance. You got to, it's just so much more mindfulness now. And that takes energy. At least for me, it does. So, past week or so, I've been, well, since last time we spoke, I guess, I've been really, like, in a space. Like, I deleted Instagram off my phone. I just, I need a fucking break. I'm, t- I'm just tired of pictures. <laughs> I'm just tired. I'm just tired. You know, I definitely kept Twitter because Twitter makes me laugh and I be needing to laugh and I be laughing mad hard. <laughs> I love Twitter a lot. You know, but I, I feel very, I feel kind of off. I feel kind of off and I feel disconnected from God and I feel, I've, I've felt this disconnection probably the last two two to three weeks you know so for me kind of like moving through life with no uh with nothing to kind of like hold on to with no backbone and I'm using like God in that way is 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 different I just feel shit I ain't gonna hold you I'm feeling real lost right now really lost right now I have this underlying fear that, like, ugh, our lives are getting shorter. Which is happening, you know what I'm saying, inevitably. But, like, it's become, like, a point where I'm, like, stressed. You know? And I go back to the question. Where did I fuck up? You know... My needs are different now. I feel like I'm going to be, I have to be the one that creates the, genera- the, the, the generational wealth in my family. It's never been there before me. You know, I'm the first one, the only one to have went to college. You know, and my family looks at me, they're like, oh, okay, you know, she's doing so good. She's like the perfect daughter. I, I, I. No, I'm not. It might seem that way, but I'm really struggling to figure my shit out. How do you create generational wealth if, you know what I'm saying, you only work to pay bills? So, of course, I'm focused on passive streams of income, making money that I don't even have to worry about. You know, I find myself in a pickle at this point because y'all know that this job I'm at, these niggas ain't want to hire me, right? Or they keep, they kept pushing it back, pushing it back. Sorry, I'm serving my coffee. I've foregone using pre-workout for my workouts, and now I just drink coffee. I usually drink it black, so that's my pre-workout. But what was I saying? I forgot. (laughs) But anyway, you know, passive income. So I'm working on that. Oh, the job. My bad. So every day now, after being remote since March, first week of March, so it's that five months, I've come to the decision that, or conclusion that, Ain't going to be no more me scheduling anybody calendar after this. 
So I'm giving myself three months to figure it out. You have to figure it out. Katie Mack. I've been scheduling calendars. I've been an executive, an executive assistant for fucking like 15 years. Worked in legal and litigation support for like 10 years. Basically doing a bunch of shit that I don't really give a fuck about. Working to support someone else's dreams. I'm saying my boss, man, my boss is the same age. He's a partner, CEO, like, no, not CEO, but he's a partner of the firm I work at. You know what I'm saying? He has three kids, a couple of houses, cars, you know. And I'm like, he's 40 and, and has that. He's also white. So there's a difference. <laughs> there's definitely a difference. But I just hate that I keep feeling like we got to work so much harder to get anything that even remotely resembles equal in that sense. And I hate that shit. So, you know, people are like, Katie, quit your 9 to 5. I'm not 18. I'm not just going to quit my 9 to 5. I'm not still living at home. I'm grateful to be able to go back home if I need to, but that's not in my plan at all. Who the fuck wants to be on their own for like 15 years and then go back home? No, I'm not doing that. So... I'm about to move into full entrepreneurial mode before the end of 2020. And to be honest, it's a little frightening to me. You know, I'm used to living. I'm used to, even though I feel like I work to pay bills, I'm still used to living a certain way. Like, used to living at least kind of comfortably, you know. I know that I'm living easier you know, with the fact that I don't have kids or I don't have any, like, real responsibilities. Like, I don't have a car, you know. I don't have a house yet or a condo or any of those, you know, big tickets, big ticket or big bills. You know what I mean? So, it's kind of scary to be like, shit, you have to be, like, an entrepreneur for real, for real. Your money going to change. Like, you have to compromise. You're going to have to sacrifice. And I'm like, fuck, again. Where the fuck did I go wrong that I got to be doing this at 42? And I and I get so mad because I feel like I, I should have been doing this at 20, 25. I should have been investing at like fucking 20 years old, not at fucking 40. You know, I mean, granted, I can't do nothing about the years past, but I fucking think about it from time to time. You know, um, you know, something else I've been thinking about are things that I am no longer doing. You know what I mean? I'm no longer doing shit for free. I'm not a fucking amateur. And I feel like I have helped people. I have taken chances on people. And I've always done that. I've always given way too much of self for the sake of other people just to make sure to see other people okay. That shit is a dub. You know, putting other people's woes and shit and and, and making them like priorities in my life and, and 
immediately going into like, not savior mode, but like, how can I help them mode? You know, how can I relieve them of this stress? That's something I know is a good quality to have, but mm, that shit got to be put on ice for a while, for a long while. You know what I mean? I was just thinking about like in the past year, how many people I've done for. And don't get it twisted. I don't do shit to get anything. But when I sat down and really analyzed how much I've given of self, my energy, my wisdom, my bread, my resources. I've always given, give, give, give. And I know you got to give to receive in other ways. But right now I don't, I don't have anything else to give. You know what I'm saying? The reason why, I think one of the reasons why my internal life is suffering is because I'm tired internally. You know what I mean? I'm tired. So, those are, those are some of the things that I am no longer doing. It's hard for me to be the person that listens, that really listens, and then not take action to help fix or help alleviate. I don't know for a fact that that shit has been, like, I've been taken for granted. I've been, you know what I'm saying, used in the past. But like I said, like I said, that shit is a dub now. Like, it can't happen. It can't happen. You know, I guess in this time that I'm, like, forced to sit and look at myself and I've given... Mm, I'm not going to say I've given up, but I've definitely started giving less, way less energy to people and things. You know what I mean? And I found that I've been able to get shit done for me, you know? I finally was able to sit down and go through uh, the boxer script and make edits. Because I haven't touched that shit since the fall. It was a final then. And I'm like, nah, COVID hit. I need to go back through it. I need to... I'm sure if I go back through this script, I'm going to want to make changes. And I did. And I actually think that the changes made it richer. It made the story better. You know, better for the characters involved. So I'm really excited about that. I'm excited to be back on set later this year. I'm excited to tell this story. You know, and I've had to, like, talk myself out of (laughs) any particular outcomes of this film. I ain't gonna hold you. I want this shit on HBO, you know, but I gotta give that shit to the gods, like, because right now I just need to make the shit. (laughs) I need to be ready, you know, to portray this character mentally and physically. You know, uh, so I know in in that, since I'm gearing back up to get back into boxing training, I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna have any mental space for anything else really than this, than than the training, than the project, than the character. So I guess maybe all this shit is divine timing. You know, 
maybe COVID was supposed to happen and push production back so it can give me more time to, to work the story, to prepare, to, you know, get in a better space to be able to do this project. I don't know, maybe. So, I mean, that's where I'm at this week. <clears throat> Excuse me. Not sure what happened there. But that's where I'm at this week. Very, like, introspective and just assessing, you know, really trying to, like, grab hold of my mental space right now because it's really not good. It's not, I'm not in a good place. And I'm not sure I saw this coming. I felt, over the past few months, I felt like, uh, mm, trying not to do that. But now I feel like it's here. It's on me, and I have to kind of deal with it and work through it. You know, it feels good not to be checking Instagram every fucking hour. It feels, it feels good to just be in this space and not answer my phone because I just don't feel like it. I don't feel like it. I don't have the space for, for, for conversations. I don't have the space, you know. I. It's funny. A friend of mine said to me yesterday, and we were talking about Boxer, and he said, um, he asked me something. He was being a, well, he's a clown. And he said, why do you act like nobody can't ask you nothing? And I said, that is absolutely not true. You can ask me, like, when it comes to my my work and things like that, you can ask me. But, you know, I feel like just because I put something out for public consumption doesn't mean I have to, add, I have to answer all of the questions. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that that's important to be able to hold space for yourself and know, like, I don't have to answer everything. I don't act like you can't answer anything. I mean, I don't act like, I don't act like you can't ask me anything. I just know that I don't have to answer everything. You know, and I think that that's one of the things about being in the public eye that I've, I've never liked. Not because I'm not in the public eye, but just like observing, you know, celebrities, they, they have these interviews and all of the things. And, you know, you got these journalists, they're really trying to get in your in your bag and your business. And I think it's very important to maintain a sense of mystery. Sure, we could, we could talk about the story, but I ain't about to get all deep in, you know what I'm saying, what it was like for me psychologically and all of these things to make it. That's that's for me. That's my process. I hate when people ask you, what's your process? It depends on what it is. My process is never the same for any project. My inspiration comes from many things. It could be, I could be walking down the block and smell something, like a scent, you know, a certain kind of food, or I can... I can hear like a certain song and certain chords in a song that inspire me to write a certain thing you know so I, I, a 
I like to keep my process to myself. You know, it ain't easy. The process is never easy. Not for me, anyway. I'll have my moments, but nah. Shit took me three years to write. What you mean? Like, (laughs) of course it's not easy. But yeah. So. Hmm. There's a lot going on in the world. You know. So if you're listening, I would just sincerely urge you to just make space for yourself and your mental, you know, for your inner life. You have to, you have to, you have to, because I feel like we're the only ones that are going to keep ourselves sane during these times. Because these times are trash. They really, really are. So. If you need help. If you need to talk to somebody. The only thing you gotta do is do your Googles. Information is there. I urge you not to be lazy when it comes to you. You know what I mean? So. I might not be on the interwebs like that, but I'll definitely try to make it a point to at least get my podcast out. Maybe that'll be my my way to release, you know what I'm saying, instead of double tapping. Sick of that shit. <laughs> shit is like sensory overload a lot of the time for me. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. Everybody got something to say. It's just, it's, it's just a lot. In the meantime, in between time. Ladies and gentlemen, please say stay. Uh, Let me take a sip of this coffee. We're going to do take two. Hold on. <laughs> take two. <laughs> in the meantime, in between time, ladies and gentlemen, please take the necessary steps to make sure that your mental health is on point. Whatever you need, you got to make the space for yourself to do that thing. Fuck everything else. Fuck everybody else. You know what I mean? You. Without without you, what you got? You know what I mean? So, on that note, I'm wishing you all a great week. Please stay safe. Please put a mask on your motherfucking face if you have to go outside. If you don't care about yourself, at least protect others. And I will see y'all next week. Peace. <laughs>